This is Brian. This is Curtis. And we're the Game Night Guys. Each week we give new life to some classic games and introduce you to new ones. But you'll have to wait your turn. And this week's game is Squatter. It's an Australian game. It's the Australian wool game. Because you know what? Kids love wool. And sheep. Yeah. yeah. And it's not just an Australian wool game. It's the Australian wool game. Yeah. Because you know there's more than one. Come on, Australia. There's a whole like subgenre of wool games in Australia. I think it's an entire genre. Forget the <laughs> sub. <laughs> we got this game from our pal RT Cruiser, mm-hmm. who is Australian. He is. He's he's there now. He actually brought this all the way from Australia and handed it to me in person. Yes. He did. And it is not the first game that he's given us. No, but it's the first one that we've actually managed to be able to play on the show. Yeah. So we thought we'd go through some of the games that he's given us and kind of explain why we have not. This is pretty much for RT. <laughs> yeah. Hi, RT. So the first one is called The Very Hungry Caterpillar Game. And he gave this to us because it's a game about counting. Because we have a hard time with counting. Mm-hmm. Because why hurt us? Math is hard. Yes, it is. Uh, we kind of looked at it, and it's more of an educational game. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, eh, I don't know if this will really work for the show. Plus, I done got educated already. <laughs> but do you know your colors and contrasts? What? <laughs> See? See? Maybe it's, we should give it a shot. It's ages three and up. And as much as we'd like to play it on the show, there's just really no way to make it work. Right. Yeah. So then the second game he gave us. And I wish we were making this up. Curtis, would you like to tell us about this game? Yes, it's a game. Uh, it's called Tell Mommy. It is designed to be played with an adult. Yes, and I think the gist or the goal of this game is to teach young children to avoid falling into the traps of child molesters. Right. It's the game that teaches children how to protect themselves from abuse and when to tell mommy. Yeah. <laughs> Again, not really something that translates to our podcast yeah. very well, but we do appreciate the the fact that you gave that to us and thought of us. Yeah, yeah. When you think of child molesters, <laughs> think of game night guys. I no, think... no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. We need to work on our tagline. Yeah. Uh, when he gave us the game that we're playing today, which we'll get to in just a second, he also gave us a card game mm-hmm. uh, called 500s. Yes. Uh, and it's a it's a card game. Uh, with 11s, 12s, and 13 spot cards. And I, we were going to play this. I read through the rules. I think we need a little help. Yeah. I, we need some, we need, we, RT, we need you to come be on the show. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't get it. It sounded a little bit like another game that people have told me to play. It's a very Midwest game called Euchre. Yeah. Um, and I still have not been able to figure out on my own how to play Euchre. Yeah. Any advice anyone has or if you want to let us know? Because, you know, he's given us all these games and we're finally at one that we can play on the show. And good Lord, did it take me a while to understand this. Yeah. <laughs> this one's been a little bit of a slog with the rolls. I earned my paycheck this week, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> I said this would be on your annual review. It better be nicely reflected. <laughs> So it's a game called Squatter, the Australian wool game. It is sort of Australia's version of what Monopoly is to us. Like Monopoly is a very classic American board game. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it really is America. That was like episode nine. I don't remember what happened back then. <laughs> Way back in, there was some other guy on the show. Yeah. Um, and- but but this one is sort of like their standard of thing, which getting into it, and we will mm-hmm. here in a minute. Yeah. 
I don't understand why children would want to play this game. Yeah, it says ages 10 and up, and it should say ages 50 and up, because I was having trouble (laughs) deciphering everything. But I I seem to recall RT saying that he had trouble tracking this game down, so I don't know if this is as popular as maybe we're thinking it is. Um, This one, the rules said the date on it was 1960, and it looks old. I don't know if it's actually from 1960, but it does look like a vintage game. It does. In fact, some of the pieces are in a matchbox that looks like it's been issued by the Australian government. It's Yeah, what's going on <laughs> that you have to have um, federal safety matches that are issued to you? Those are fancy box matches, Yeah, although there's matches in it. But it's very useful because these sheep tokens are tiny. Very, very tiny. So what else comes with this game? Well, you have some orange-colored Tucker bag cards, pink-colored stock sale cards, stud ram cards oh dear fake money and then it says colored bin problematic uh, yeah that's what the rules say rules Sh- yeah <laughs> sheep tokens property improvement chits mm-hmm. and dice and what this, are chits they're just little markers oh okay those little disky yeah. looking things yeah that's a, that's a general gaming term you don't know chit we should know that by now brian <laughs> 200 plus episodes deep so brian you said tucker bag do you know what a Tucker bag is? Is it something to do with drag queens? Uh, <laughs> it, it might be. Is it like tucking panties? Mm, no. <laughs> okay. And then I'm then I'm out. I don't know. And the rules don't say what it is either. <laughs> but I want to look this up. It looks like a little satchel, uh, according to the picture on the board. Maybe it's the bag that the after they shear the sheep, they put the wool in the bag. It's a Tucker bag. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I thought the rules would say that, or there there is a glossary in the back of this rule booklet. Well, here, let's ask Siri. Hey, Siri. Hey, Brian. It's Australian Siri. He is. Oh. <laughs> what is a Tucker bag? Checking my sources. Okay, I found this on the web for what is a Tucker bag. A Tucker bag is a traditional food or dinner storage bag used in the Australian outback. Oh, it's like a feed bag. Yeah, strap that on. Tuck in. Maybe that has to do with it. <laughs> Again, sorry for the accent. I happen to have uh, my Siri um, on an Australian man right now. Wow. I was showing somebody how to change the uh, the gender and uh, dialect, and uh-huh. I just left it on Australia. Yeah, he says checking his sauces. <laughs> my sauces. <laughs> They're boiling over. All right, so the object of this game about sheep is to improve the sheep station property in order to provide for additional sheep, firstly by sowing down improved pasture and then by irrigating. The first player to fully stock his wholly irrigated property is the winner. This sounds like so much fucking fun already. I've played this. We practiced it. and Oh, my God, I can't wait to start. (laughs) So to set up, each player is given $2,000, a colored man... And 15 sheep tokens. Each sheep token represents one pen of 200 sheep. Each player selects a station property and places 600 sheep, that would be three tokens, on each of its five natural pasture paddocks. (laughs) Paddocks. Paddocks. (laughs) I wanted to say padlocks. No. It's a paddock. A paddock. Each player's colored man is placed on a space marked wool sale. Wool sale is the start space. It's sort of like the go space on Monopoly. Yeah, once you pass the wool sale, you sell your wool, so you'll get money from the bank. Right. 
Uh, we then place the Tucker bag and stock sale cards face down on the provided spaces on the board. Place the Tucker bag marked firefighting equipment on top of the stack of Tucker bag cards. So it's strange, like the Monopoly has community chest and chance. These are kind of the equivalent of that. But the top card of the Tucker bag one is, you know what the top card is, and it has to be played put into play first. Start the game, you roll two dice and move. Each player lands on a space. He follows the instructions on that space and refers to the rules for instructions that are not shown on the game board. But they are shown in this lovingly crafted, very large book, Rules for the Game. You know, I looked all over the internet for ways to copy and paste the rules <laughs> for this game, and it didn't, it didn't happen. It's like a 14-page booklet. Yeah, so I got quite intimate with this game, and I think I... I know what I'm doing at this point. So you, you, you got quite intimate with the sheep game. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Each time a player passes the space marked wool sale, he receives his wool check from the bank. The amount of the wool check is determined by the number of sheep the player owns at the time. The value of the wool increases by $50 per head for each stud ram owned by the player. You can refer to the handy wool sale chart card for quick calculations. So this is another thing that makes me think that this game is not very fun for children. It comes with this like microscopic chart mm -hmm. to determine how much money you get at the wool sale. Yeah. Monopoly, it's easy. 200 bucks. <laughs> right. Here, there's like 300 different figures. Yeah. It's like a spreadsheet of data. It is a spreadsheet. <laughs> Thanks, Australia. <laughs> Here are the maximum carrying capacities of the property. No more than five paddocks, mm -hmm. which I just learned how to say for the first time. Yay. Natural pasture are the red spaces, and you can put three tokens per paddock. Improved pastures, you can put five tokens per paddock, mm -hmm. meaning you have more sheep. You have a thousand sheep per paddock then. Yes. And on the irrigated pastures, which are the pink spaces, you can put six tokens. So that's a thousand two hundred sheep per paddock. That's double the sheep from your limit that you start with. It's a hell of a lot of sheep. So imagine, okay, the monopoly space is kind of going around the board. In the middle is all the paddocks. So apparently you can play this game with up to six players because there's six different um, pastures. Right. What pasture are you going to play on? I'm because it's closest to me. I'm at Mount Mitchell Station. And which one am I at? You're, you're, thank you. You're at Juan Banalong Station. Say that again? Juan Banalong. Did I do that right? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you did it much better than I would have. Yvonne Gulagong. Do you remember Yvonne Gulagong, the Australian tennis player from the 80s? No. Okay. Just <laughs> me then. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, the pastures are in like a circle in the middle and then they spread out. Red is the first level and then yellow and then pink. It's not really a circle. Well, it's kind of a, what, a, a hexagon? Is that, wait, what's six sides? Sexagon? Sext <laughs> sextagon. Yes, okay. Anyway. I've been to a few sextagons before. Property improvements! <laughs> <laughs> so you start with the natural pasture, and the goal is to have irrigated pastures. That's how you win the game, but it takes a couple of steps to do that. Um, to improve your pastures, a player can only purchase improved pastures before you roll the dice and subject to the following conditions. Uh, they can be purchased whenever a player has enough cash, provided he's not affected by drought. Each improved pasture costs $500. A uh, player can purchase anywhere between one and five improved paddocks. When a paddock is improved, the player receives a yellow property improvement chit to note that it has been improved. And the player then moves any sheep tokens currently in the natural starting pasture to the improved pasture, bearing in mind the limits for each pasture. And the irrigated pastures are the same. They just have different values. Yeah, it just costs a little more to improve and you can hold more sheep in each irrigated pasture. And we're not going to bore you with that shit because we are not that show. No, 
We're not. This is we've already gone on long enough, and there uh, there's three more pages of this of the script. So, and we're not going to read those because we will tell you what they are as we get to them. Yeah, but we will tell you how to win. Oh yeah, let's do that. The winner is the first person to have five pink spaces with six sheep tokens on each space. Before a player can win, the player must redeem mortgage properties by payment to the bank plus 10% of the property value. Oh. That sounds so much fun. Math. <laughs> All this math. And Maybe we should play the counting game instead. And, <laughs> and mortgages. Kids love mortgages. Kids are fucking crazy for mortgages. Daddy, I want a mortgage. <laughs> Daddy, I'm an escrow. <laughs> What's escrow? <laughs> Let's kick this big. So we're all set up. Oh my God, it took forever to set this up. You are all set up on Mount Mitchell Station. Uh huh. And I am in. Juan Banalong Station. <laughs> and you can remember that because it has anal in the middle. <laughs> it does. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Yeah. That's why you chose it. <laughs> You just kind of subconsciously saw hey, the word Hey, you anal. made me go there. <laughs> I didn't make you. I said, this one will be fun to say. And I just now <laughs> noticed that it has, you can't spell Juan Banalong without anal. Got to have a little anal in there. Anywho. Yeah. Who will should go first? I don't care. All right, I'll go first. <laughs> Why don't you start? I'm going to be the blue man. Okay. Just fresh off my stint on the Las Vegas Strip, <laughs> playing drums. Uh, drums with pools of water and then that <laughs> splash out. <laughs> All right, I got a nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I landed on Tucker Bag. Well, then you have to take the top card, which is the firefighting card. Would you like to purchase that? Yes, I would. $150, please. And I'm the bank, by the way. Thanks, Brian. You're welcome. Forcing me to do all the goddamn... Oh, nothing here. <laughs> I, I just showed up this week. I... I... I've, uh-huh. been, I've been very busy. Mm, uh, yeah, you're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Six. Now, for all the shit that came with this game, the one thing it was missing dice was, was dice. Thanks, thank you, RT. <laughs> Thanks, Australia. <laughs> Thanks, Australian Obama. <laughs> Can you please move me six? I can't quite reach that. Oh no! You are visiting town, therefore you miss one throw. Miss one throw. So that means I get to go twice. We need more players. I eight. have an eight. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I landed on a stock sale. So you have the opportunity to sell some sheep if you would like, or you can buy more sheep. I will tell you that in the practice, we discovered that you can't really, the price per pin of sheep is pretty high the first right. go around. So it makes more sense to wait until you pass wholesale to do any sheep purchasing. I'm totes going to wait. Yeah, I am too. If it, If I land on that. You landed on poison fumigate rabbits. Oh, you need no. to pay five hundred no fifty dollars. Okay, that's it. Just pay fifty bucks to the bank. Mm-hmm. Die rabbits. <laughs> do we have any listeners that have rabbits or pets? Oh, we probably do. Sorry, this game is old. This isn't domestic bunnies. No. This is like vicious, awful rabbits. These are those watership down rabbits that yeah. like, kill each other. <laughs> oh, that was a terrifying movie. Let's watch this on Easter. It has rabbits in it. <laughs> What's he doing to the other rabbit? Yes, exactly. Another thing that children love. Mm-hmm. War. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Keep I landed on another Tucker bag. Tucker bag. So I draw the card. Yep. And what's it say? Insurance policy for stud ram. Hmm. 
Hold until required. Refund of $500 if your stud ram dies. Return- you know what? There is a stud ram dies space on the board. Oh, yes, there is. Plant poisoning. And apparently you bury the stud ram and put a tombstone up for him. <laughs> and it says Rufus Ram on the tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't name your rams. Oh, because they're just going to die. Yeah. Like you shouldn't everything. name any one of these sheeps. Yeah. We're all going to die. <laughs> all right. Well, this is very lighthearted and fun so far. Uh, six pay cost of what does that say fencing, fencing repairs. repairs god the microphone stands right in the way <laughs> 500 that's the bank i'm not paying from the bank sorry five because yeah. you know i have to keep my own stack of money here and then the bank is right mm, in front of me. we need to get some regulation up in this shit mm-hmm. okay i can already tell that this game is very thrilling for children Yes, I think I see why RT had a rough time finding a copy. Are Australian children really this boring and nerdy and mathematically inclined? (laughs) Eleven. You keep landing on the Tucker bag. Moa Tucker bags for me. (laughs) Paddocks require spelling due to heavy sheep worm infestation. Spelling? That's what it says, unless I'm saying this word wrong in Australian. In Australian? Yeah, paddocks require spelling. Spelling must mean something else that we're not aware of. Uh, so sell half of your stock at $500 per pen. I have no stock. Yeah, you do. You have 15 pens right here. Oh. And since it's an odd number, you have to round up. So that would be eight. You have to sell eight of your pens for $500 a piece. To whom? To the bank. Oh. Unless you have a worm control program card, which you do not. I do not. So you have to get rid of eight of your sheep. And then I will give you, um, (gasps) $4,000. But you lost half your stock. That's not good. <laughs> I, I know I need those. So yeah, now you have a little money. You can restock. What did that card say? I'm sorry. Hang on, I'm going to tuck this in my bra. Oh, dear. <laughs> Are you wearing a bra? <laughs> Maybe. I feel like I need a little support today. <laughs> <laughs> For when you go jogging? Yes. <laughs> okay. So you're not... It says you can't restock until you hit the next stock sale space, which is the only time you're allowed to buy more stock anyway. So that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is fascinating. 11. Tucker bag. You got a Tucker bag. I'm doing good at landing on the... We're both doing good at landing on the Tucker bag. General drought. General drought reporting for duty. Uh, <laughs> affecting all stations. That means you and me. Oh. Natural and improved pasture only. So this does affect us. Let, oh. me, let me look at the rules. Fuck. Let me flip through the 65 pages of one. Which page of this... <sighs> Is there not like an online database for this? You know, in in doing the research for the rules, there is a CD-ROM version of this game. Thanks, Australia. (laughs) Way to keep it in the 2000s, Australia. (laughs) Okay. If there's a drought in effect, you must immediately sell half of your stock. Are you fucking kidding me? Which you just did. Um, If you do not own a haystack, which you don't own, yeah, don't get rid of those yet because I got to give you money. The bank gives the player two hundred dollars per pin. So I'm gonna I have to get rid of half of mine, which is eight, three, six, eight. I have to get half of mine, which is four. So I get two hundred dollars times four is eight hundred dollars. Correct? Five. I'm going to pretend like a spaceship came up and oh, captured yeah. my sheep up a beam. You, they got abducted. So you <laughs> you got rid of some of your sheep. Four. Yes, four. So I need whatever that it's costs. Eight hundred. No. Did I do that right? Math. How many? I'm sorry. This is such a confusing game. How you got rid of four. 
Is it too late to play the caterpillar counting game? It might be. <laughs> okay, so we cannot restock for one complete chip around, trip around the board. So that's where these chits come in handy. I'll be black. So you put it on the space where you are. Okay. And then you will be red. Okay. So we're under drought conditions right now. I just want to point out, it feels like we've been playing for 20 minutes and we haven't even gotten around the board yet. I know. <laughs> you can sell stock during the drought, but you only get half the price. Like if you land on a stock sale space, but it's only half of the amount on the card. Okay. Um, and if we run into another condition, which would cause a drought before we make a full trip around, the drought starts over. What happens when I run out of sheep? Um, I think you lose. Oh, good. <laughs> then I'm going to try that. You only have four, <laughs> you only have four sheep left. You started with 15 and we haven't even been around the board once. This game is going so well. Yeah. All right, blue man group. Let's see where we're going. Three. Oh, but it's haymaking season. Oh, I need some hay. Now you can buy a haystack during a drought, but it's double the price. It's a thousand dollars. I got a thousand dollars. Yeah, because you just sold all your sheep to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of that hay. But the haystack does not reverse any effects of your current drought. I, I understand that, okay. but I just, I'm just still want, you. I still want the haystack. We're just going through the rules as we go. Here. And just pointing out, the haystack looks like a hotel from Monopoly. From Monopoly, mm -hmm. a little bit. Doesn't really look like a haystack unless they make haystacks look like houses in Australia. <laughs> it's one of those games where you have to use your imagination. <laughs> stud Ram. I'm going to buy a Stud Ram. Yeah, you are. What's the name of this stud? Mitchell's Pride? Yes, you want Mitchell's Pride. Oh, and I'm on Mount Mitchell, Mitchell Station. So that would make sense then. So I don't think the price for purchasing studs goes up if you're in a drought. See, there's all these factors you have to consider. You need another, they need another cheat sheet for this stuff. I'm going to say something a little controversial here, Curtis. Mm -hmm. Can we play Battlestar Galactica, the board game instead? You know, at this point, <laughs> I'm kind of starting to see where you're coming from. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is a lot of stuff to remember. Okay, so drought conditions do not affect my purchase of a stud ram, so I'm going to pay... <laughs> These words coming out of my mouth make sense, but they don't. Uh, $500, and I have a stud ram now. All right, is it my go <laughs> it's, your, it's your turn. You're on the stock sale, but you've gone around the board past wool sale. Okay, so what does the wool sale mean? That means you get money from the bank for having sheep. But I have to go through that chart. Yes. What does the chart say? Now, I don't remember if the drought affects the amount of money that you get for passing the wool sale. <laughs> Fun for all ages. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't think it does. Let's just make a house rule that it does not. House so, rule. Let me get out my cheaters. And okay. So the wholesale chart says if you have no stud rams, it's $250 per pin and you have four sheep, which equals $1,000 from the bank. Give me 1000 please. Here's $1,000. Gracias. Good God. And now I'm on a stock sale. Uh-huh. So I could buy something. But you have to say how many you would like to buy before you flip the card over. Oh. Because the price varies. Um, and they are kind of high. Remember when we were practicing, they were a little, like, between 500 and 900 per pin. I'll say 1,000. No, how many pins would you like to buy? Oh, how many pins? Yeah, you have to state the number of pins. I think one is a safe starting place until you have several thousand dollars. One. Okay. <laughs> if you can afford more than one, I'll let you buy more than one. I don't care. All right. Stock sale. Buyer price, $450. Okay. So I just need to give you $450. Mm -hmm. Can you give me 50 back, please? Yes. Give me one second to make your change, sir. Thank you. 
and you get one more sheep, or you can put one back on the board. Oh my god, this game is going to take forever. <sighs> we were doing much better in the practice round. We didn't lose any sheep to drought or to roaches or whatever the hell that space was. I kind of wish we'd been recording the practice round. <laughs> <laughs> I landed on local drought. What does that mean? That means my drought started over. Oh, sorry. I just threw the thing on the Stop floor. throwing your chit at me. I'm a monkey. I just threw chit at you. <laughs> <laughs> so my drought just started over. Fantastic. <laughs> Good to know. And I haven't even passed the wool sale yet. So much fun. Is that at Woolworths? Hilarity. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn, Brian. Oh, no. Shit. You're I, visiting town. Which means I missed my turn. So mm-hmm. you get to go twice. Score six. Could you please move me six? Oh no! Boar dries up. Well, that's only for irrigated fields. Nope, that's that. Does, leave that yeah, there? drought is different from the boar drying up because the boar so fucking complex. The boar is for irrigated fields only, which we can't even make it out of the natural pasture. Um, so I <laughs> I pass the wool sale. I currently have seven sheep on the board. I have one stud ram, so I get two hundred and seventy-five dollars per pin, which is a total of one thousand nine hundred and twenty-five dollars. I hate you, RT Cruiser. <laughs> yeah. Now, RT, I love you to pieces, but okay. seriously, what is with this game? Do you like this game? Have you played this game? We need to have a serious talk. What do we ever do to you, RT Cruiser, for be- you to inflict this on us? It's because we didn't play the child molesting game. Uh, is that what it is? Yeah. Maybe we should, like, you know, in the board gaming community, they do this thing where they do, like, mashups of games. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we could figure out a way to mash up the four games that he's given us. Okay. We have a set of cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming we have a caterpillar. Yes, and he's very, very hungry. And then we have this game about, you know, tell mommy where the man touched me. Windowless White Vans, the <laughs> yeah. board game. Yeah. So, I don't know. What could we do there, then? And um, sheep. Maybe where did the sheep touch me and how many times counting mm-hmm, counting uh, and uh, I don't know about what color was the uh, van that abducted you. <laughs> what, I don't know what shade was the van. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, there could be some sort of a mashup in here somewhere. And to be fair, these other games that he gave us previously aren't Australian in nature. No, no, no. They're, no. they're just children. games. Yeah, they're just and yeah. tools for educated teachers to use mm-hmm. these games this squatter game and this uh 500s game those are australian mm-hmm. yeah so we don't want to imply that australia has this big run on like molestation games or anything <laughs> no like that. i don't think that was we, we don't want to put that out there i don't think anyone inferred that i hope that nobody <laughs> just inferred just that. covering that basis you never know because you know we may have some new itunes reviews from australia <laughs> next episode Eek. <laughs> uh eight jet sheep against fly strike where's that glossary i don't know what any of that means i think i saw that one in here but you have to pay the cost of five dollars per pen okay jetting is the spraying of sheep with insecticides to prevent them from becoming blown or struck by the sheep blow fly oh so i'm sorry how many per pen sheep blow fly yep this game is kind of dirty how many per pen five dollars per pen five dollars which you don't have very many pens so that should be easy so 25 how many? 25. Oh, damn it. Foot rot treatment. Wow, this game is great. Foot rot is a highly infectious disease affecting the hoofs of sheep, frequently causing severe lameness. <laughs> you already have this disease, severe lameness. In <laughs> consequent malnutrition, usually confined to the higher rainfall areas or irrigated properties. $20 per sheep. I have five sheep. This is where it things. pays to have not a lot of stock. Right. I think I need to buy some sheep. All right. How do you do that? 
I'm going. Oh no, I can't until I get the stock sale. Damn it! Mm. That's how confusing. I can't just go buy. Well, you know, it's not like the internet existed back then, and I could just go buy a sheep whenever I wanted to. You know, when Trump- am I going to land on the public utilities? <laughs> I want to take a ride on the Reading <laughs> Railroad. Eleven. Come on, Tucker bag. Tucker bag. Give me some good news. I didn't sound Australian. I didn't. Tucker bag. It sounded like a parrot. <laughs> this <Squawk>! game. <laughs> Grass fires destroy haystack and most of uh, most of the pasture fodder. Sell half of all stock owned at market price. Raising sheep sounds really hard. <sighs> no, I have to sell half my sheep. Oh, you're about to have no sheep almost. You got to get rid of three of those bad boys. Four because it's I have seven and you round up. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I refer to the next... Um, see, this is if I had the firefighting card, I, I would nothing would happen. But you don't. But I don't. I do. And you do. So the the sale price for these sheep is seven hundred and seventy dollars. That's not bad. At least you're getting compensated for your losses. It's because I have sheep insurance. <laughs> so, listener, guess where we're gonna go eat lunch? Yeah, guess. We're going to have Australian food. What? What? That's a thing. Because an Australian bakery has opened up in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Very, like, fortuitous timing here. We ate there last weekend. We did. We had a lamington for dessert. Yes. It's like this uh, chocolate cake rolled in coconut with some squishy stuff in it. It had, um, I believe it was like raspberry jelly and whipped cream in the middle. Yeah. It was and, good. And then we had sausage rolls for lunch. I have to say, I did not really care for the sausage rolls. They had a lot of peppercorns in them. Ugh. Too much peppercorns in my peppercorns. Pe- peppercorns kind of make me gag. I just there's something about them I hate. It was a little much. Yeah, it really was. I managed to choke it all down though. <laughs> but this weekend is their grand opening, yes. and so they're having like half off everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious because every time I've gone by there, no one's been in there. <laughs> So I'm a little curious as if people will actually be there this time. Let's hope so. I mean, I did enjoy the the um, food that we had. It was nice. And it was a decent amount of food. Like, it wasn't like a giant ass American portion. It was like a, a, a small, minuscule amount. It was amount. the size of a Hot Pocket. Yeah, if yeah. If you're familiar with Hot Pockets. Which as I'm fa- not, but apparently Curtis is. familiar as I have. <laughs> I haven't had one in a long time, but I have eaten them in the past. Yeah, actually, wouldn't, it a little, wouldn't you say it was a little smaller than a Hot Pocket? I would. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Dr. Evil from Austin Powers 2. Have a Hot Pocket, they're breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to lunch, but I'm not going to get a sausage roll. They have other things. They have uh, shepherd's pies, little they miniature do. shepherd's pies. If we get there soon enough, they may still have some breakfasty ones, which looked very nice to me. Crikey! Or uh, a spinach feta one, which I really like mm, trying. Yeah, that'd be good. I don't think I think I'll skip dessert. I had a, uh, I had a giant sugary coffee today, so I have not. And I didn't see my arch nemesis, the <gasps> awful coffee guy, when I went there this morning. No, we're gonna talk about him later. Studram, yeah, Winton Boy <laughs> the second, um, five hundred dollars. Sure, I'm. Oops, I don't want to pay from the bank. $500. So let me find the Winton boy. Oh, there it is right on top. How fortuitous. So RT, I want to give you some suggestions of board games you can see if they have in Australia that you could send us that we might enjoy more. Do they have a murals wedding board game? <laughs> that might be fun. <laughs> or a Mad Max board game. <laughs> or a uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert themed board game. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Come on, Benedette. 
I have two stud rams now, Brian. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to I, that. Yeah, I was seeing if you had anything in, in your arsenal. <laughs> in the arsenal. Oh, fuck. What does it say? Pay cost of fencing repairs, $500. You don't want to let the sheep get out of the pen. Wink. Who let the <laughs> sheep out? Don't ever. <laughs> I think you have another hit on your hands. Stock sale. What does that mean? It means I can sell my sheep or buy more. What do you want to do? I'm going to sell my all my sheep and be done with this game. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> it's yep. a mercy killing. I think we're done. <laughs> all right. So thoughts, observations, suggestions about Squatter, the Australian wool game. <laughs> no. <laughs> Curtis is huddled in a corner eating his own hair. Oh, that's why it's so short. That's where my beard went. I ate my beard. Yeah. Um, thank you, RT, for this game. Um, we won't hold it against you next time we see you. I will bring this game back the next time I see you, and I will beat you about the head and shoulders with the corners of the box. We didn't even get to half the stuff on this board, but it, at this point, there's no point. Yeah. We kept losing our sheep. You know, Brian kept saying "wan banalang, wan banalang long" or whatever that word is. Wan banalang, bam boom. Wan banalang station. What are the other stations? What's this one? Warm Warambo, Warambu, Warambu. Kuliba Creek. Biranga Downs. Biranga Downs and Emu Plains. I could have said Emu Plains. I should have just like put my sheep there. Let's see. Do I want Emu or Wan banalang? Oh my God! I'm, yeah, we had stuff that we didn't even we didn't get to improve any of our pastures. No, we didn't get any worm control program cards. <laughs> we didn't do the control of weeds and insects or fertilize our pastures. This game is so fun for children. None of our stud rams <laughs> died. Uh, what else did we miss? Oh, I know nothing. We're done playing the game. <laughs> so yeah, this is going into the trash and a fire on RT's head. No, I'm not going to throw it away. <laughs> he brought it all the way no, from Australia. Of course not. If I'm feeling sadistic, the next time I invite people over, I'll say, hey, do you want to play an Australian board game? Right. But uh, we'll probably have to give you a spanking RT, which I'm not sure if you're into that or not. But I think that's, that was the plan all along. <laughs> he loves to hear us suffer, as most people do when we hate the game. Why do you hate us? <laughs> this, is gonna, I, this is the best episode ever, next to Battlestar Galactica. We suffer for our art. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to type up the rules. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. I had to type up many rules, though. I know. So, like, I'm catching up. I, I'm, I've uh, transferred that task on to Curtis. That privilege. Yes. <laughs> that responsibility. I've seen life through your eyes now, Brian. <laughs> it's pretty scary, it isn't is, it? It is, yeah. So during our uh, extended absence of maladies... <laughs> the first uh, quarter of 2016. Yeah. We did receive a new iTunes review, and we wanted to thank this person, uh, Bebop Cola. Oh, uh, gave us a five-star review. Nice. And they said, I listen more for the conversations than the gameplay, as you should. Yeah, that's the thing. Brian and Curtis have a great chemistry and don't take it too seriously. This is mm -hmm. true. Great <laughs> intro music. You're welcome. Well edited. You're welcome again. And no ads. You are also welcome. Yeah. Those are three things that are very important to me. Uh, though I do feel bad for the hated coffee guy. Hey, you know what, Bebop Cola? Don't feel that bad for that asshole. <laughs> like, he deserves my hatred. Trust me on this. Uh-huh. 
Bebop Cola is a C Lab 2021 reference, which that show is hilarious. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. This was around the same time a friend of mine told me, like, she listens to podcasts and she didn't know I did a podcast. Mm-hmm. And so she had started listening to it. And so I thought this was her originally. Oh. And then I asked her and she said, no, it was not. <gasps> so, it's someone new. I have no idea who you are. If you'd like to tell us, you can tweet at us you can facebook us you can do whatever i don't know or you can remain a lurker and just continue in to listen to episodes yeah i don't I, care i tend to lurk <laughs> a lot on i do podcasts. too i do too so if you'd like to leave us a review you could do that you could do it on itunes that's where most of the reviews are um i think on stitcher you can leave a review but no one ever does that so i don't know if that's your jam or not mm-hmm. or um i don't know how else you can leave a review those are really the only two ways <laughs> itunes is the main one obviously yeah because they are the uh, they are the stud rams of the they podcasting are, yes. delivery world, <laughs> bringing it all back in. That's right. That's it for this episode of Game Night Guys. Visit our website to find your favorite games at gamenightguys.com. You can email us at hello at gamenightguys.com or leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. Follow us on Twitter. We're at Game Night Guys. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Cheap Blue Guitar. And I'm at Cecil Jean. Join us on Facebook and tell us about your game nights at facebook.com slash gamenightguys. Be sure to tell your friends about the show. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Thanks for listening. As always, you are invited to our next game night. It's your move. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>